Welcome to Luke 21 Radio, a broadcast explaining biblical prophecy in the tradition of St. Augustine. And now, from Greenville, South Carolina, here's your host, Steve Wood. Hello, this is Steve Wood, and welcome to Luke 21. Today, we're going to be discussing the key question, the key question for understanding biblical prophecy. Before I get to the key question, which actually unlocks the Catholic understanding of biblical prophecy, I want to begin by giving you an overview of the dispensational view or timeline of end times events. Now, the dispensational view is what you would call the rapture at any moment view that you see so much in uh, TV, prophetic teaching, and on the radio Protestant stations, uh, the Left Behind series. It's very popular, and the rapture at any time view. Now, going through this view, I'm trying to keep it very simple. There's, it can be very complicated, but I've worked at trying to get it very tight and clear. There are three main time periods in that dispensational rapture at any moment uh, scheme of end events. The first is the church age. The second is the tribulation period. And the third is the millennium period or the 1,000 years period of Revelation 20. The church age, the tribulation period, and the millennium period. Those are the three, at least of what we're going to discuss today. There are others, but I don't want to overcomplicate this. The church age is right now, and it lasts until uh, the rapture occurs. And at that point, they're considered the true believers are taken up to heaven. Many in the uh, and it depends on who the rapture teachers are, but some would teach those in mainline Protestant denominations and Catholics and Orthodox are left behind. But in any case, the church age ends with the rapture, and if you want to find a place in Revelation, that would be chapter 4. Okay, beginning of chapter 4, the rapture takes place, according to their view. It's nowhere mentioned, but we'll just leave it at that. The tribulation period lasts for seven years, and that's basically Revelation chapters 6 through 19 in their view. And then the millennium period is Revelation 20. And the millennium period, Jesus rules over a Jewish kingdom. And he sits on a throne in Israel ruling the world during a literal 1,000-year period. So let's, let's see if we can think this one through. So let's just say the rapture would be tomorrow, hypothetically. So from now to the end of the millennium would be 1,007 years away. Seven years for the tribulation plus 1,000 years for the millennium. Or if you want to say the time span from the rapture until the beginning of the millennium would be at minimum seven years away. In other words, the rapture takes place, the seven-year tribulation, and then the millennium begins. So the soonest any of these things would be would be seven years for the millennium to begin and 1,007 years for both the tribulation to wind up and the millennium. 
Now, we've been discussing that little season where the Antichrist comes to worldwide power in Revelation chapter 20. Now, at minimum, again, that occurs at the end of the millennium, and they think the millennium is yet future, a thousand and seven years away if the rapture was tomorrow, if the rapture's in 10 years and you add 10 years to 1,007. So basically, the greatest deception coming on the world is off their radar. Are you really gonna lose any sleep over a deception that's gonna come in 1,007 years from now? Not necessarily. You're gonna be considering a lot of other things. Now, those holding this view also believe that they will not be on earth to see the rise of the Antichrist or experience that little season of deception, Revelation 20, preceding the appearance of the Antichrist. Now, when the Antichrist does arise, those tens of millions believing in dispensational system, the rapture in any moment system, will be in for the shock of their lifetime and many will lose their faith thinking that Jesus didn't keep his promise and left them behind to experience indescribable persecution. Now, I don't want this to happen, and you should know that one of the purposes of Luke 21 isn't to just prove this wrong. It's to help friends and neighbors who are believing this, who may have their faith threatened by going through the little season and not be at all prepared for it. So I try to explain what they believe and why, and then contrast that with a more accurate view of what the Bible is actually saying, okay? Now, just so you know, I held that dispensational view. When I was uh, a young adult Christian and I encountered the rapture teaching, it was the first time in my lifetime that I encountered Christians who really seemed to think that Jesus was coming again. It wasn't just something you said on Sunday and then lived like there was, it was never going to happen. There was no reality attached to it. And yet I thought I really, really, really wanted this to be true, but I thought it had some holes in it. And so I worked somewhat like a madman, literally, since I was absolutely lousy at languages, but I wanted to master New Testament Greek to make sure these little areas where I had some questions, uh, just tighten them down. So this system, this dispensational system, which I believed um, was true. And of course, what happened, I learned Greek and went back some of those places where people said, well, the Greek says it didn't. So anyhow, that's another day. So now we're coming to the key question of biblical prophecy. Sometimes if you can ask the right question, you'll get the right answer. And it's a question that a lot of people uh, holding the dispensational view, this is off their radar. And here's the key question. Actually, it's two questions. They're very similar. They're just asking the same question in a different way. Way number one, when is the kingdom reign of Jesus? Okay. In the dispensational system, it's during the millennium. I just looked at a book with all these timelines and charts and full-color drawings from a dispensational prophecy book, and it has a throne for Jesus to sit on over in Israel, okay? That's the millennium, according to the dispensational system. Another way to ask the same question, what is 
the nature of the kingdom of God during the present era. Okay, And according to dispensationalists, this is the church era, and obviously we believe it's also the church era. In the dispensational timeline, the kingdom age will be a future millennial age with a messianic throne in Jerusalem. Okay, This is a mistake of such magnitude, it's almost unrecognizable by those who are holding the rapture-at-any-moment viewpoint. Now I'm going to go to St. Augustine's City of God, Book 20, Chapter 9, to the point, quote, The church, even now, is the kingdom of Christ. So you see, the kingdom, according to dispensational viewpoint, is the millennium and its future. The kingdom, according to St. Augustine, and I'm going to show you the Bible too, is now, during the time of the church. It's been here nearly 2,000 years, and many of the most famous prophecy experts in the United States don't get this. It's right before our eyes. Now, why not? You're going to see in a moment. Okay. Now, to support that, St. Augustine cites Colossians 3.1, just one of many verses you could cite, but Colossians 3.1 goes like this, if you then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ sits on the right hand of God. (laughs) Sitting on the right hand of God means that Christ is enthroned in heaven next to God the Father. And we are joined with him in covenant, and so we are reigning with the king who is enthroned not in Israel in the future, but that's why we have Ascension Day. Oops, uh, see, we're skipping Ascension Day now. Well, it used to be important. I'm being a little facetious. It's one of the most important days in the history of the entire world. Uh, But Ascension Day, Christ goes to the throne. And ever since the first Ascension Day, nearly 2,000 years, the kingdom has been present. The king is on his throne. Now, further, St. Augustine, quote, It is of this first resurrection in the present life that the apocalypse, Revelation 20, speaks. Quote, The church then begins its reign with Christ now. Another quote, It is then of this kingdom militant in which conflict with the enemy is still maintained and the war carried on. What did Jesus preach when he just first sermon that we have record of? Matthew 4, 17. From that time, Jesus began to preach and say, Repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. Not 3,000 years off or whatever. Uh, The kingdom is present when Jesus came the first time and established his church. And I must say, the historic Protestant view, which also is very influenced by St. Augustine, is also the Catholic view and why it is disliked by those who take the dispensational rapture at any moment view. So the church age is the millennium, the present kingdom of Jesus Christ. The Catechism, Catholic Catechism, Section 865, 
The church is ultimately one holy Catholic and apostolic in her deepest and ultimate identity because it is in her that the kingdom of heaven, the reign of God, already exists and will be fulfilled at the end of time. The kingdom has come in the person of Christ and grows mysteriously in the hearts of those incorporated into him until its full eschatological manifestation. Now, one reason why some, if not many, of our non-Catholic friends can't see the kingdom is because what? The kingdom is present in the church. In Matthew 16, Jesus says, Peter, you're the rock. And on this rock, I will build my church. The gates of hell will not prevail against it. And I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. And so the authority, because kingdoms have authority, have structure, have hierarchy, is in the Catholic Church. And the early church said there was one church. Now we have thousands and tens of thousands of different branches of Christianity, but there's one that if you deny, you might be setting yourself up for the dispensational system and miss the millennial reign of Jesus our King. I'm Steve Wood, your host, and you've been listening to episode 278 of Luke 21 Radio. Luke 21 is a radio outreach of Family Life Center International. Visit us online at luke21.com.